I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back to the life of Nero. Right. Uh, my little my little fake Cherokee friends. Um Milked it for years, though. I, I got to say, I got a lot out of it. Anyway. So we did talk about this on the Bullshit Filter the other day, but for the people who don't listen to that show, uh, Shame on you. the story is that one of your adult children yes. got a 23 and me done, and it said she has, out of the 100% DNA heritage, what? her Native what? American heritage is... Roughly zero percent, right? Less than one. Uh, yeah, don't know how to explain that. Um, it's either one, I've been lying this whole time, I've been misled this whole time, or I'm not her father. Either way, it's not really good. And the fact that you seem to enjoy talking about it tells me a lot about you. Somebody, saying. somebody on our Facebook page said, uh, that it is possible through DNA magic that right. uh, the Native American might have disappeared from her DNA results. They, white man steal everything from us. Mother fuck. <laughs> We're going to go down. We're going to go I'm, down swinging. Yeah, now why are you okay? – now let's get – stop trying to distract me with your handgun. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with <laughs> no fucking Indian in your family and it's all big um, bullshit. I, I haven't talked to my mom yet. She's avoiding my calls. So you probably you're mm, probably mm. on to something there. You, were, were, like, you know, do they have phones at the uh, reservation? The, the the what? The reservation? Yeah, that's the <laughs> word I was going for. Do they have phone? <laughs> do, do you have to send smoke signals to reach smoke your mother? Signals. And yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Where's my smoke signal yeah. machine? Big chief, big chief Ray, have message for <laughs> chief mother. You can do the blanket over the yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Morse oh, code. Yeah. You do any of that? Is that how you contact your mother? Yeah. So is pretending you're a fucking (laughs) Cherokee. No, getting called out on it and caught. No, you're right. Never mind. I can scratch that one. Yeah, yeah. Title of this episode is Abominations and Wickedness and uh, kind of refers to you. Yes. Before we get into that, uh, we've got an ad. Got an ad. Love ads. Uh, New new advertiser. This is uh, Scott Robinson. Hit me with it. Scott Robinson is a listener. He's also uh, a realtor in right. Ontario. Uh, I believe that's in Cana- Canada. Canada. Uh, Canada. Canada. I'm going with that. Right. He uh, says he covers the areas of East Greater Toronto area, Durham County, Kawartha Lakes, Peterborough. Uh, realtors are dime a dozen. So why choose Scott Robinson? He's as meticulous as a gripper and as charming as Mark Antony. That's I right. think that means he's an alcoholic. Uh, Two good reasons. Who likes sleeping with foreign women. Why not choose a realtor who likes the same podcasts as you and will give Ray and Cam $2,000 if hired through this shout-out? Boom, please. I offer great service at Call competitive rates. Exactly. Uh, you can contact. Even if you don't need ours. Right. Yeah, even if you don't live in Canada. doesn't matter. Call. Just get him to sell Call. anything. Scott <laughs> will sell anything Anywhere, anytime, yeah, basically, right. is his deal. Nice. 
Uh, you can find Scott at scottandlindsay.ca. Scott mm. and Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at C-A. Scott.robinson at affinitygroup.ca. Right. Call him. Contact uh, him. Make yeah. it happen. Let him make it happen 5-341-2368. That's 1705-341-2368. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Thank uh, we you. didn't get any Scott. money for that ad. But um, if you hire Scott, mm-hmm. isn't weed Should legal? You? Just send me weed. Pay us both in weed, Scott, was what we Please, would, that would prefer. help because yeah. that's where it's going anyway. So just go yeah. ahead. And- <laughs> Please. Please. You'd be doing, doing me a favor. Cut out the middle man. These next couple of episodes um, right. are mostly gossip. Roman gossip from Tacitus gossip. in the year 58. Love gossip. I, I love gossip, particularly when it comes from Tacitus, because we know Tacitus, um, you know, is, is rather discerning. He often writes, look, uh, a lot of shit happened this year, but I'm not going to tell you about it because, quite <laughs> frankly, right, it's beneath me. <laughs> but then from time to time he goes, yeah, but these bits aren't beneath you know me. What? These are too good to leave. I got to tell yeah, yeah, yeah. Stories he'll, he'll about... Stories about how naughty some people were during Nero's reign. Some of them are about Nero. Some of them aren't about Nero. Some of them are about people who will marry yeah. Nero. Right. Um, but I, I found them. I found them fun. So I'm, yeah. we're going to tell talk about them. Does it when you read these stories? Does it um, make you feel any better? Or what is your reaction to know that people haven't changed that much? In the last 2,000 years, they're doing what we're doing now. They were dressed just uh, dressed differently and spoke in Latin or whatever, um, and trust yeah. me or whatever. But does it make you feel better? People are pretty much the same world round. Doesn't matter what time in history. Yeah, I think that's um, sort of one of the defining themes of all of our shows mm-hmm. over the years, isn't it? Is people haven't changed much since ever. Um, right. People right. still do people things. Um yeah. Was that after the, the Noah's family and the two sons and their wives came out of the ark and they started procreating again? And so that's why we're pretty much all similar because we basically come from six people. Or do I not get the Bible right? <laughs> yeah, we, can, we do come from six people, but they're all Genghis Khan, basically. Okay. Um, Good to know. Now, Tacitus often says that he only tells us the stories he thinks are the most important. So one of the things I want everyone at home to play to do while they're playing along here is to think right. about why he picked the particular stories that we're going to tell oh. you. Why are right. these important enough for Tacitus, Tacitus to include? Obviously, he's only talking about the elite uh, in Rome usually, and yeah. There are hundreds and hundreds of those, maybe thousands of those. If you yep. took the patricians and the equestrians um, and the the plebeians who were um, elevated, uh, you know, the nuovo right. omos and people like that. So, right. um, but he's, he's chosen to tell these stories for a reason. He doesn't tell us why he thinks these stories are important, but he obviously mm-hmm. does. Right. So um, let's let's see if we can work it out at the end of every story. They mostly just seem salacious, yes. and you know we love salacious stories. So my yes. my my main theory is that he put them in here, there in the annals for us, right? To find right. it, clickbait, if you will. But please, yeah. He even yeah. called it the annals because he knew we'd get a, a laugh out of that. You yes, know, he's going, right, Cam, we're going to fucking love this. <laughs> Annals, get it? Anyway, get it? Yeah. 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 Publius 
Saulius Rufus. Right, yes. Got himself into some hot water during Nero's reign and then launched an attack against Seneca. Well, but at the time before Nero, when he worked for Claudius, things were kind of his his bad boy's ways were actually kind of working out for him and paying some cash. He was thinking, maybe I can keep this going. Turns out, not so much. He'd been a quister for four years, around about, mm-hmm. starting around about 15 CE, assigned to Germanicus. Remind people what a quister's job was, Ray. Um, if I'm trying to remember, if you're a, basically, if you're a noble uh, young lad and it's time for you to start your uh, career, you can pretty much uh, ask to be appointed to a general. You can be a military quester. There's other types of civilian questers, but you can be like basically on the general staff. And that's how you kind of get your boot in the uh, in the military you can move over there so you're basically you normally have a particular function you could be the uh, treasurer or supplies and so he was working with germanicus you've got to think that he was pretty much trying to ride the to- coattails of greatness all the way up to the top of the ladder probably hoping for that congratulations on spending a minute not answering the question that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a skill it's a fine skill that you've developed there thank uh, you I hear the jealousy. Uh, let me let me just let me Please. say this. Let oh, me say this about that subject. Let me let me just say this, and, and then you just ramble on for a minute and say nothing. What was the job of a quester, Ray? <laughs> and why do you have a handgun on your desk? <laughs> it's a prop. Were you in a movie Which, recently? Uh, Take the magazine yeah. out and show me the magazine, Ray. <clears throat> uh, actually, no. If if you want to if you want to know the story, this is not a show real me the barrel. Gun. Show me the barrel, Ray. Has it got a red thing in it? No, there's no uh, hole in that barrel, Ray. There's there's a hole. It's just bad lighting. It's a BB oh, okay. gun, and let me. It's oh. a BB gun, and I'll just tell you real quick. But first of all, I the the legal disclaimer is that no one or no thing was harmed during its use. So here's what happened. I record, I'm recording an episode today. I'm sitting here in my office downstairs, right outside my window is a big, beautiful coffee tree and there's a bird in it. And the bird obviously uh, doesn't have a phone to text his friend. So he just keeps chirping really, really, really loud. So I'm trying to record. I'm like, I can't edit out all these things. So I go outside and I don't know if you saw the movie Bodyguard with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Don't watch it. It's pretty bad. Unfortunately, you, I did, yes. Okay, what you do is you take the gun, you and close your I eyes. Will always use crack. Will always use crack. That other people pay for. That's very important distinction. So anyways, I go outside, close my eyes. I hear the bird. I point it roughly in the general uh, general direction of the bird. I shoot a couple times. It scares the bird away. He wasn't hurt. And then I can continue recording. Mm. Sadly, I have to do that a lot. Um, I'm really hoping to hit the bird, but so far I haven't. You know, wish me luck. Anyway, that's why I have the gun. That's the only reason. I'm not threatening anybody. It's a bird gun. A bird gun. <laughs> anyway. So... Okay, that's another distraction. Now, Queester. This is your third yeah. attempt, uh, third and final attempt to I, tell us what Queester did. Well, uh, I gave you my answer. I was being pretty sincere, and I got that from the Master of Rome series by Colleen McCullough herself. <laughs> but if you have a more succinct definition, please share it with the class. A Queester was uh, in charge of the money, basically. Public sure. revenues, expenditures, uh, they're like the treasurer. Of right. uh, of right. of a country, if you're in a province, or the troops, or whatever. 
Fuck. All right. So Rufus was uh, quaestor for Germanicus in 15. That's the first we hear about him. In the year 24, he was prosecuted and convicted of taking bribes for his judicial decisions. Mm. So this mm-hmm. is back in the uh, days of Thibaut, uh, right. although he uh, was supposedly going to be exiled from Italy for the, his crimes. Thibaut mm-hmm. said, nah, let's just send him to an island. Right. Love Island. We don't know which island he was sent for, uh, but after right. the death of Thibaut many, many years later, he returned from exile. Right. When did, when did Thibaut die? 30, 36, 30, going 36, something like that. Honestly, don't know. It's a long been time a, to be in exile. It's been a while. Yeah. 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 Um, then during the reign of Claudius, Rufus prosecuted a number of prominent Romans on behalf of Claudius, he claimed. Right including several of the clients of a guy by the name of Gaius Silius, Swilius, mm-hmm. Rufus, and Silius. Swilius, Silius. Silius, right. this is Swilius? Swilius, this is S1 Silius. S1 and S2. Yes. Oprah, Uma. Yeah. Uma, Oprah. <laughs> so this exactly. Gaius Silius guy uh, wanted yeah. to bring Swilius Rufus down, and he demanded that the Senate enforce the Lex Chinchilla. Ooh, I like that. Chinchilla. No, no. Or in Latin, kinkier. Well, kink- but uh, it, 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 kind of like that, actually. Yeah, the, the kinky yeah. law. The law, yeah. the Lex Kinkier. Tell us all about the Lex Kinkier, Ray. What was it all about? Um, I don't know about the law part, but I can tell you all about being kinky. No, that's not what you're asking. Um, basically, I guess it was a law where if you – um, provided witness testimony against a charge someone in, in, a, in a trial and Senate, but you were being paid for it versus just doing the right thing because you're a good citizen. I guess there had been so many people who had been informing and charging people and trying to ruin their careers and maybe get them to commit suicide or somehow get your hands on their money. The Senate or somebody had enough of that, so they passed this law. If you provide testimony, if you attack someone and you get paid for it while you're giving testimony in the Senate – that is now a no-no. So they're trying to bring this back on him because he did this a lot for Claudius and he took out some prominent people over the years. I don't know about oh, you, you, I don't know about testifying. It's about being a lawyer, is my understanding. Ah, okay. Right. You, you it, it had been around since 204 BCE. Mm. Uh, and it forbade lawyers from being compensated for pleading a case. Right. You couldn't get paid to be a lawyer. Well, how are they supposed to make a living? Just you're supposed you? to be rich. You're just oh. supposed to be rich, right? And that makes you're you impartial. F- well, uh, well, yes. You, you know, you're pleading a case, but you're not getting compensated. You're not getting paid for it. You're just a so, good citizen. Yeah, you have no real incentive if the person gets found. Right. guilty or, or innocent, you're just uh, pleading their case. Now, I seem to recall that people like Cicero became wealthy as a result of being a lawyer. Hold up there. They didn't pay him, but they did thank him through sculptures and other works of houses. expensive art. Houses. And he also had, he had, like, did get he had like fucking 20 houses, yes. Cicero, yes. Yes. that people had donated to him Donation. for the work. Yeah. For Hold the legal work. work. 
yes. yes. Thank you. By the way, here's the keys to my Maserati. Yeah. It's just a payment. Not (laughs) payment. Right. It's a donation. I just said, I had a great time. Don't really care if you did. By the way, here's a couple hundred um, Uh, for your dental school. I I I didn't buy the drugs, Your Honor. I was donating money to my drug dealer. Right. Completely nothing to do with it. Completely separate. To me. He donated to me the drug. So it's kind of ironic if you think about it, Judge. So it had been around since 204 BCE. Then Augustus sort of uh, confirmed it. The Senate confirmed it during the, the during the reign of Augustus. Part of Augustus's whole deal about trying to clean up, uh, you know, drain the swamp. I think that's what he called it, Augustus. <laughs> wanted to drain the swamp. The Tiber River. Drain the Tiber River. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, it was, uh, you know, people were, were obviously, lawyers were getting more and more corrupt. Rome was completely corrupt. We know that. It got more and more. And this is part of Cicero's whole thing. Cicero was part of the corruption of right. the legal profession. Uh, yeah. That's how I want people to remember Dicaro as the most right. corrupt lawyer. He was the Rudy Giuliani of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of yes. Rome. Of his day, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, comb yeah. over. Yeah, then he got a uh, hot. His hair dye used to dribble down <laughs> to his, his thing to his toga. He used yeah. to turn up in fucking landscaping car parks all the time <laughs> to give press conferences. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So they were. So Silius was like, "Hold on a second. This is during the the, the era of Claudius. Just remember, right. he was like, "Hold on a second. This guy's getting paid. He's become rich." From pleading these cases, uh, this this is no good. He needs to be prosecuted. Right. Um, Claudius apparently intervened and said, "Well, look, you know, people have to get Bygones. paid. We just need yeah. to put a limit on it." So, right. he said there was now a limit of ten thousand sesterces that you could get as a fee for a successful Sounds. prosecution. Mm. I have to win um, to get paid. I'm not liking that. Anyway. Now, the, the guy that was trying to bring Rufus down, Gaius Silius, mm-hmm. what happened to him, Ray? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not Native American, and I don't know what happened to him. I'm no, I don't He was executed by Claudius. Oh, that's fucked up. What? Why what was he executed he? by Claudius, Ray? Gaius Silius. Was he Silius. going, was he 10, going after? 10,000 Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me why Gaius Silius was executed by Claudius. Was it because he was going after Claudius's guy? I mean, I don't know. Or was he actually himself guilty of it? For 10,000 sesterces or this mm-hmm. rare coin with Che Guevara's head on it. Right. I'll take the 10,000. One of our listeners sent me from Cuba. Nice. Nice. Uh, or this uh, coin right. with... Uh, Augustus's head on it. Oh, holding yeah. it up to the camera, people can't see because you're not on our cool. live stream. Because no, um, it's not live; it's just us. <laughs> it's just, it's just us. Yeah. Um, he was the guy who secretly married Messalina. Mm. He's like, I protest the corruption of Swillius Rufus. <laughs> I'll be, but I, I'm sorry, I have to pause this case now because I need to go secretly marry the emperor's <laughs> wife. And yeah. take all of his shit from all it's of his com- houses that belong to his family. But right. when I come back, yeah. I will be gonna- sternly protesting Stern. the corruption yes. in the system. Yes. 
Oh, do you like my new toga? His wife gave it to me. And it came out of Claudius's closet himself. Yeah, it's I, got, I, I think it fits. It's got, I think it fits. It's got, em, yeah. it's got Emperor Claudius. The big C. What do you call that? The, the, the lapel? Gray, I don't know. What do you oh, call it? Oh, where you, monogram? Embroidered. It's embroidered. embroidered. Yeah, yes. Emperor Claudius embroidered yes. it. Why yes. is that? Oh, I'm just a big fan. That's why I'm just a big fan of Claudius. That's why I have it embroidered in all my togas. So, less than sincere lawyer is what you're telling me. Yeah. I'm okay. shocked. Shocked. Now, uh, Swillius Rufus was also the guy, by the way, who prosecuted Julia Livia, the daughter of Drusus and Livilla, right. for a moral conduct, and uh, that resulted in her death in 43. Yes. Tacitus has a list of further people he prosecuted, uh, uh, Decimus Valerius Asiaticus, Quintus mm-hmm. Fustius Lucius Saturninus, who was the consul in 41, Cornelius yeah. Lupus, consul in 42, Big as well as troops of Roman equites, according to Tacitus. So he went after big and prominent people, had them right. prosecuted and got paid and we know that, you know, a lot of these prosecutions, particularly we know from Julia Livia, again, she was an enemy of Messalina. So right. um, going down. one guy, his enemy, Silius, uh, is fucking Messalina and marrying her. He is participating in the destruction of Messalina's enemies, among others. Wow. Uh, anyway, so by the time of Nero, Seneca prosecuted him. Uh, we don't really know why, just for being a cunt, basically, I think. it was That I was basically we'll the charge, yeah. yeah. And during his trial, he attacked Seneca back. I'd like to read from his speech. Here is how uh, Tacitus reports on uh, Rufus's defence. The man, he said, familiar as he was only with profitless studies and with the ignorance of boyhood, envied those who employed a lively and genuine eloquence in the defence of their fellow citizens. He's talking about Seneca there. He, Rufus, had been Germanicus Quistus, Germanicus's Quister, Quistus, Germanicus, Germanicus Quistus, <laughs> while Seneca had been a paramour in his house. Ooh. Remember, this is stories about Seneca. I like to stick it in. He's like a little bit. Hey, you, uh, yeah. you ever heard of uh, philosophy? You'd like to get yeah. some philosophy in you. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to go with. You know, I'm a Stoic, and I, I can prove it. I could stick my penis in your vagina. Wouldn't feel a thing. You want to see? I'll show it to you. What's that got to do with Stoicism? You know, you're not supposed to be ruled by your emotions. You're supposed to be. You know, it's all about what is oh. right and proper. He doesn't feel a thing. I think doesn't she doesn't thing. feel a thing. No, no, oh, no. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The people. Look, I'm not yeah. enjoying this. This is, yeah. I don't think that's what Stoicism is all <laughs> this about, is by the way. for you. Oh, I, I could be Stoicism wrong because I'm is not about, one. Stoicism is like uh, three illusions, man. It's all just about acceptance gotcha. of the natural you, order of things. Oh, so let me try that again. You need to accept that I'm going to stick my penis in you. Just, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's, ha- it's happening right now. <laughs> it's right now. I'm surprised. That's what you, you said to me in Vegas. Just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I it free will, baby. Time is an illusion. I'm going to stick my penis in you in the future. So what's the difference between me sticking my penis in you now? It's the same thing. We're all just waiting just, on the ocean, atoms. baby. Don't it's think just, of it as my penis in your butthole. It's just atoms. Just think of it as atoms. 
what's it? What's really happening here, right? It's just atoms. They're all just carbon, yeah. oxygen, that nitrogen, was an hydrogen. Orgasm, but it's just atoms, so don't worry about. It. Go ahead. Oh God, that reminds me of what happened last night. But no, I'll tell you about it later. Remind me off camera. <laughs> Back to his attack on Seneca. Was it yes. to be thought a worse offence to obtain a reward for honest service? with the litigants' consent than to pollute the chambers of the imperial ladies. By what kind of wisdom or maxims of philosophy had Seneca, within four years of royal favour, amassed 300 million sesterces? That's crypto crypto money. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bit Seneca. He was selling Bit Seneca. Oh, it's going to be great. It's It's uh, going to be great. Digital yes. gold, bit Seneca. Yeah. Check out my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> At Rome, the wills of the childless were, so to say, caught in his snare while Italy and the provinces were drained by a boundless usury. His own money, on the other hand, had been acquired by industry and was not excessive. He would suffer prosecutions, perils, and anything indeed rather than make an old and self learned position of honor to bow before an upstart prosperity. So in other words, come at me, bitches. Come that's at me, bro, the, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, yeah. He then said, listen, and all those people I prosecuted, I was only obeying the emperor's orders. Yeah. And then Nero stopped him and said, what, Ray? Yeah, so Nero jumps in mid-speech and he goes, whoa, 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 slow your roll, cuz I have read through Claudius's documents, and at no point do I read anything about someone being charged because he ordered them to do so. To this, uh, Sulius or Silius said, uh, oh, did I say Claudius ordered me to do it? I'm sorry, uh, I'm getting old. I meant Messalina ordered me to do it. But again, just having Nero talk to you directly during your trial, it's already starting to fall apart. Things are not looking good for him. And again, you got to remember pretty much everybody is not liking this guy for what he did. So Nero is kind of leading the charge to this guy not being acquitted of this charge. Yeah. Nero said that he read in Claudius's notebooks that he never compelled the prosecution of a single person. You, I'm kind yeah. of thinking the chances of Nero actually reading Claudius's notebooks are about high. as high as you actually doing research for a show. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, not yeah. not very high at all. He's just making shit up. Right. And uh, but you know who's going to argue with him? No one's calling bullshit on Nero. Let's go back one step though. Um, if I'm Claudius and I'm purposely having people that I don't like or people that I fear taken out by my guy, do you think I'm really going to confess everything in my diary yeah. unless it's got a big heart-shaped lock yeah. on it? And, oh, I had victim number 32 put down today. I mean, he's not going to write mm. that shit down. He's not that much of a historian. Yeah. Anyway, but, but he's not fucking Laura Palmer exactly, talking about so. all of the coke he's doing and all the men that he's fucking in his diary. Right. Then Rich. having to rip the pages out and hide mm. them so his ass. Yeah. Bob doesn't uh, get in trouble. Uh, why? When he said it was Messalina, why, it was asked, was no one else chosen to put his tongue at the service of that savage harlot? Right. We must right. punish the instruments of atrocious acts when, having gained the rewards of wickedness, they impute the wickedness to others. Case closed, motherfucker. Boom. Judge Judy has ruled on right. this motherfucker. Yes. 
According to Tacitus, with the loss of half his property, his son and granddaughter being allowed to retain the other half, and what they had inherited under their mother's or grandmother's will being exempted from confiscation, Swillius was banished to the Balearic Isles. Where are the Balearic Isles, right? Um, that is off the east coast of Spain in the Mediterranean. So send Name me, please. two of the islands for oh, us, right? Oh, God. One, oh, I did this in the Spanish Civil War. Something with an M. I really can't remember. I, and that's not offense to anybody who's from Spain. I apologize. I just don't know. Give me some names. Uh, Mallorca. Mallorca. Ibiza. Ibiza. They're part of the Balearic archipelago. Hope to go there. We should. I mean, we should sounds do horrible. Tour there. I mean, if I'm going to be exiled, yeah, 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 exiled yeah. to Ibiza, be like. You know, ecstasy yes. and uh, raves. Uh, and That's all he did. Topless beaches. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. According to Tacitus, rumor said that he was support that he supported that lonely exile by a life of ease and plenty. So actually, uh, he yeah. um, he started his own surfboard um, buffing polishing uh, company. Did pretty well. Was able to eat every day, bang the chicks at night, or guys. You know, no judgment here. But I think life for him was not as bad as maybe Seneca was hoping it would be. And he had a number of half brothers. Can you name one of his half brothers, Ray? Oh, I did run across this Corbulo. Domitius, who was in our last episode, who kicked so much ass and straightened out yeah. the Armenia question for Nero, mm. which is why another reason why Nero was beloved because they straighten that shit out. Nero gets all the credit, and we all know we know Corbulo was a badass military guy, and he's faithful to Rome. So I wonder if there's a connection between mm. Corbulo, and we know Nero's a little bit worried about Corbulo. Remember, he right. he'd had some success, I think, in Germany. Too much. And they were like, too successful. Cut yes. that shit out over there. Yes. Or was it Claudius maybe who was, uh, I think it might have been Claudius who was like, yeah, you're having too much success there. Come home and just, uh, Chill you know, fuck out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, take a, take a knee. It <laughs> um, was too good, this guy. Right. Uh, and Rufus was his half brother. So I wonder if there's like a bit of a family. Yeah, we got to take these. One we'll guy's the lawyer with all the money. The other guy's got yeah. the military. This is no. uh, not a good combination. To, no, we need to. Not for me. Don't know. Don't know. Exactly. Again, Tacitus doesn't tell us why he thinks this particular. Like they, there must have been a hundred stories of corruption yeah. going on. Why yeah. he chose to report this one isn't obvious, but um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, now, I want to read uh, another story that happened in this year, 58, the story of Octavius Sagitta. I'm going to read it straight out of Tacitus because this is this is delicious. I love it. You go, we can go shoot some birds or something. Um, about the same time, Octavius Sagitta, a tribune of the people who was enamoured to frenzy of Pontia, a married yeah. woman... Can you feel it? Bribed her by most costly presents into an intrigue and then into abandoning her husband. Yeah, sounds right. Oldest trick in the book. You know, just, uh, yeah. she goes, no, no, I love my husband so much, really. Yeah. yeah, have a look at this diamond ring. How much do you love him now? <laughs> well, he's okay, <laughs> I guess, really. A, have have a look a at these emeralds. Now what do you think? Exactly. I tell you, man, he's, he's, he's exactly. really, he kind of, he's a bit smelly. He, he, he often farts <laughs> in bed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
He had offered her marriage and had won her consent. But as soon as she was free, she devised delays, pretending that her father's wishes were against it and having secured the prospect of a richer husband, she repudiated her promises. Right. This is Octavius, Octavius, on the other hand, now remonstrated, now threatened. His good name, he protested, was lost. His good name. Listen, I bribed you into divorcing your husband. This is my yeah. reputation on st- at stake here. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a reputation to uphold as a man who bribes people or women <laughs> away from their husbands. You're ruining this for I gotta me. I got to close the deal. I got to close yeah, the deal. I got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, Cam. Bum, bum, bum. How many times a day bum, do you jerk bum, off? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's how he jerks off when, he, when Matthew McConaughey does it. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's jerking off. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, his good name, he protested, was lost. His means exhausted. And as for his life, which was all that was left to him, he surrendered it to her mercy. When she spurned him, he asked the solace of one night. Give me one more, more night. night. One Just one more, more night. Fuck. Oh, sorry. One sorry. more night. I can't wait forever <laughs> to stick it in. <laughs> right, right. One night with which to soothe soothe <laughs> so, his passion. Have you ever that tried that? Might- that he might set bounds to it. I tried every night with Chris. Look, just give <laughs> no, me just saying, one a woman night breaks to up soothe with you. my passion. I got that. See, a woman's breaking up with you. Look, I get it. You're, you're moving on. I get that. But I, I so burn for you. If you could just let me hit that one more mm. time. Close your, I will, close your fuck. I, I want to close your fuck. <laughs> close your fuck. I'll get it all out. I'll yeah, get all the yeah. angst out of me. And from now on, I'll yeah. be a good boy and live you. And I yeah. just need to hit that one more time. One so, more time. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried yeah. it? Anyway. Gone back to any uh, ex-wives? No, but I'm tempted. <laughs> wow. Not with my ex-wife, with other oh, people's ex Oh, this ex-wives. is going on YouTube right now. <laughs> so basically he says, let me just hit it one more time and then I'll leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. And she's probably already thinking, hmm, something doesn't. Add up. Mm, yeah. A night was fixed and Pontia yes. entrusted the charge of her chamber to a female slave acquainted with her secret. Mm. Octavius, attended by one freedman, entered with a dagger concealed yes. under his dress. Not his penis. Now, a real I'll tell you, yeah. if you, if you, this is his problem. He, you know, this is why she wasn't going to marry him. He's wearing a dress. Right. She's like, right listen, there. it yeah. was kinky. The Lex the first- kinkier. I, yeah. I invoked the Lex Kinkier yeah. originally. It was it was okay. I felt but, like I was kind of half lesbian for a yeah. while there. But no. honestly, yeah. it's it's getting yeah. a little bit old. The whole dress now, thing. Could you just? To, yeah. yeah. To be clear, wearing a guy wearing a dress is one of those things where a rich guy can do it and get away with it for a while, but a poor guy does it. Yeah. He's going to get yeah, the no. shit kicked out of him in a trailer park. If you're rich and you <laughs> wear a dress, you're eccentric. <laughs> If you're poor and you wear a dress, you're yeah. just fucking yeah. weird and a hobo. So, get, like, you know, just, yeah. yeah. Know the line. Know the line. Then, as usual in lovers' quarrels, she's mm-hmm. like, look, it's not 1971 anymore. David Bowie <laughs> could get away with it. 
1971, but uh, we've yeah. even David Bowie doesn't wear a dress anymore. Like, mm. yeah, like fucking keep yeah. up with the times, motherfucker. Mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Then, as usual in lovers' quarrels, there were chidings, entreaties, reproaches, excuses, and some period of the darkness was given up to passion. Then, the sex. When seemingly about to go and she was fearing nothing, he stabbed her with the steel and having wounded and scared away the slave girl who was hurrying to her, rushed out of the chamber. Next day, the murder was notorious and there was no question as to the murderer for it was proved that he had passed some time with her. Right. They had it on CCTV, him going in, him going out. It was a bit like yes. uh, the Khashoggi, the Khashoggi axe murderer. They could see right. him going in and not to the building and then not coming out. Right. right. He was there. Yeah. The freedman, however, declared the deed was his, that he had, in fact, I avenged did. his patron's wrongs. Yes. Which freedman? Just a freedman Just of his. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're all. Yeah. Yeah, he had a freedman, ex-slave. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry, like, uh, this is another one of those stories. Like, what the fuck is an ex-slave doing defending his former slave master, taking the cop, taking the heat for a right. former slave master? I'd, I'd like to answer that one, Alex, for $400. Well, uh, you're from the South, so you probably know a lot about this. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's going to get paid in the end a big time if he does survive this. I don't know, or maybe the master blackmailed him i don't know it's a good slave and we should all have one of these it's a really good slave that will step up for you in a case of murder that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying did i did i cross the line was that wrong producers of this show would like to <laughs> point out that uh we don't agree that we should all have slaves again that's hmm. purely on ray house if, if we did which we don't and we shan't we should not you just said yeah. we should all have one of these if I meant clearly, I meant, hold on, what my lawyer said, I meant to say, if we did have slaves, pick yourself a good one, but we shouldn't because it's wrong because the Bible. I'd like to take the fifth on that, Senator. <laughs> Does the Bible talk about slavery? Anyway. Bible loves slavery. Oh, okay. Then St. Paul said, if you're a slave, be a good slave. That's what Jesus wants. Be a good slave. See? Be a, Told be you, a, Cheryl. Yeah. Quit fucking around. Is Cheryl your lawyer now, too, or is she sitting next She's, to your lawyer? She on his Cheryl, lap? Her Cheryl lap? is a potpourri of things. Uh, right now, lawyer. <laughs> Many faceted, Cheryl. <laughs> Please. Uh, the Freeman said he'd done it. He had yes. made some impression by the nobleness of his example. Oh. But then the slave girl recovered and revealed the truth. Octavius, when he ceased, ceased to be tribune, he was a tribune? Oh, yeah, he was a tribune of the people. Because he's obviously, you know, when you're a tribune, you can get away with anything. You're yeah. sacrosanct. When he yeah. ceased to be tribune, was prosecuted before the consuls by the father of the murdered woman and was condemned by the sentence of the Senate under the law concerning assassins. Here, here. Now, here, that's here. the story. Now, uh, a couple of interesting points of this. He was Octavius, which means he was probably distantly related to Augustus. Mm-hmm. He was of the uh, Octavians. And right. Pontia, the girl, the woman involved, bit of a player. She's like, yeah, this guy bribes her away from her husband. Then she's like, well, now that I'm out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I, 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 yeah. open playing field. Like yeah, a lot of yeah. opportunities here. I mean, I, I could I could be I could do anything. Sky's the limit. 
Yeah. Why should I settle for you? I think she was using this guy to, as an excuse to get away from her husband, she gets divorced and now she's a free agent and she starts scouting around. And you're right. As pretty soon there's a richer guy who mm. um, wants to marry her. So I think she had a plan and I admire that from the very beginning. Good for her. Good for there's her. There's always a richer man around the corner. Yes. That was her oh, philosophy. And he was a tribune of the plebs in 58. So late 58, early 59, what are, yeah, 59 is probably when he was uh, punished at that point, just to give you a time reference. So, uh, mm. so he is, he's no more because he, he did a baddie and he didn't have a very good excuse. So mm. Mm. good for him. Mm. Mm. Coincidentally, pretty much exactly the same time, St. Paul was telling slaves to be good slaves. Right. He was writing in the late 50s. Fucking Bible. Anyway. Uh, Tacitus then tells the story of Sabina Popaia. Now, this story is particularly important. Uh, We'll get to why at the end of it. A profligacy equally notorious in that same year proved the beginning of great evils to the state. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. I like this. Dun, 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 dun. There was at Rome one Sabina Popaia. Her father Ooh. was Titus Olius, but she had assumed the name of her maternal grandfather, Popaia Sabinus, a man of illustrious memory and preeminently distinguished by the honours of a consulship and a triumph. As nice. for Olius, before he attained promotion, the friendship of Sianus was his ruin. Mm. This Popeia mm. had everything but a right mind. Her mother, who surpassed in personal attractions all the ladies of her day, had yes. bequeathed to her alike fame and beauty. Who was her mother, Ray? Uh, Pompeia Sabina the Elder because they clearly didn't have enough names floating around Rome. She was the one who was married to Titus Alias, who lost his life and dignitas when he hooked, when he was uh, working with Sejanus. So yeah, she got her name from her mommy. And who was her mommy? What do we know her um, from? Sabina, the elder. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> not Wikipedia right now, dude. It's no, I'm not. My hands, see, my hands are, not in my lap. <clears throat> I know her, her daddy was a queester under Tiberius, but I don't know what. Was she the one that raised Nero when he was young? No. No, was that, that was his auntie. Her I mother was forced to commit suicide by Messalina during the reign of Claudius. In 47. Because yeah. Messalina wanted to possess the gardens of Lucullus. Remember oh, that whole story, which yes. were owned by a guy called Decimus Valerius Asiaticus. Right. Mm. And then Messalina started spreading gossip around town that Popeia Sabina and Asiaticus right. were lovers. <gasps> right. Two birds, then one stone. She, then she accused or got one of her servants to accuse Asiaticus of treason. Right. And accused the pair of adultery. Actually, I think it was Sullius Rufus, the uh, prosecutor, who she got to yeah. charge yeah. them with treason and adultery. Asiaticus was tried in Claudius's private chambers, and instead of a guilty plea, was allowed to commit suicide. Thank and you. then Messalina harassed Popeia Sabina with threats of prison until she also committed suicide. Yes. Damn. So the younger is going to have an attitude 
against the royal family about Crispinus um, or what they did to her family? I don't know. Maybe. It's all, you know, we've seen this happen many times before. People's, you know, parents exiled or forced to commit suicide. And everyone's like, yeah, that's Rome. You know, that's what it's <laughs> that's, that's Rome. where the world turns. Hey, Just, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Went in Rome. Um, Get over it. Yeah. Back to Tacitus, talking about the daughter. Her yeah. fortune adequately corresponded to the nobility of her descent. Her conversation was charming and her wit anything but dull. She professed virtue while she practiced laxity. Ooh. Dirty, dirty hoe is basically yes. what he was saying. She was a dirty, dirty hoe. The best kind. Right. Favorite kind, we- yeah. And when she, I just have to say this, when she got married to Ruf, Rufrius uh, Crispinus, I think we called him Crispy Penis, she was 14 at the time. And of course, he was the leader of the Praetorian Guard for the first 10 years of Claudius's reign until he is removed by um, Claudius's wife, Agrippina the Younger. So yeah, so there's a lot of bad blood uh, going on between these two groups of people. <clears throat> Seldom did she appear in public, and it was always with her face partly veiled Either to disappoint men's gaze or to set off her beauty. <laughs> right. Her character, she never spared, making no distinction between a husband and a paramour, Who while does? she was never a slave to her own passion or to that of her lover. Wherever there was a prospect of advantage, there she transferred her favours. And so while she was living as the wife of Rufius Crispinus, a Roman knight by whom she had a son, she was attracted by the youth and fashionable elegance of Otho and by the fact, too, that he was reputed to have Nero's most ardent friendship. Without any delay, the intrigue was followed by marriage. So she Mm. divorces the leader of the Praetorian Guard and marries Otto, or maybe he was the former leader of the Praetorian Guard at this stage. Because Agrippina had removed him. Right. And Otho was seven years her younger, so she was getting some of that young stuff or whatever. But if you believe Tacitus, if you don't question anything, here's another woman who is beautiful, rich, intelligent, and yet completely, what, guileless. She's willing to do or say anything to, to get ahead, to advance, as far as a woman can go. I mean, so again just another a woman who's evil because all women are evil, especially when they have money, which would normally lead to some independence. But yes, she breaks away from him. She's with Otho. And I did want to ask you about that because this, for me, this is where the, uh, the uh, events get a little mink, a little blurry. Does she really like Otho? Does she really love him? Is she getting close to him because he's close to Nero? Is Otho wanting to marry her and share her with Nero to try to have some connection with Nero. I mean, it seems there's a lot of accusations going around, but basically what we know is that she leaves her husband, marries Otho, and now and that's all I wanted to say. Now, who's Otho? Why is he important? He's the future DJ at the hottest club in Rome called the Princess. The hottest club this summer in Rome is <laughs> the princeps. It has Come everything. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do this with your hand. It's, it's midgets. Little, little midgets. <laughs> Butterflies on the walls. People vomiting in their own underpants. Right. Extra underpants in case you want to change. Or you can stay in them. There's no judgment here. <laughs> He's a future emperor. Yeah. 
for four months or three not months, bad. I think, during the year. Not He's the bad. second emperor of the year of the four emperors. Not bad. Um, okay, back to Tacitus. Otho yep. now began to praise his wife's beauty and accomplishments to the emperor, either right. from a lover's thoughtlessness or Stupidity. to inflame Nero's passion in the hope of adding to his own influence by the further tie which would arise out of possession of the same woman. Kinky. Look, I'm sure we've all done that, introduced our wives to our boss and gone, (laughs) dude, (laughs) seriously, if you like tight pussy. uh, You got to try this. And this is is legitimate. My wife has medically certified tight pussy. Really? Can you medically certified? You get a certificate? Yes, With it's that? up on the okay. wall in our bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Show she off. went to see a gyno a couple of years ago, and the gyno right. said, Wow, you're uh, <laughs> really tight down there. And so, you know, she got a certificate, medically certified tight pussy. Um, Show off. Yeah, you know, well, what am I, yeah, yeah. I going to tell you? Uh, you couldn't be more proud than you are at this moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forget pictures of you and either Bill Gates or Rudy Giuliani. No, that certificate, that's that's what I'm most proud of. So let me ask you, Cam, if you were around 20 years old and your best friend or a good friend starts telling you, God, my wife is hot, intelligent. I love being with her. I love fucking her. I love just watching her sleep. She was so amazing. You know what? If I could get off a couple of minutes early, boss, so I can get straight home to the suite that is my wife, I'd really appreciate it. Does that mean when you go home tonight and you're jerking one off like we always do, instead of thinking about whoever, you might be thinking about your uh, your worker's wife. I mean, it's kind of stupid of this guy to be praising her to the skies in front of a 20 year old who's got more money than God. He's got testosterone, testosterone through the wazoo, and he's pretty much used to getting his way. If Otho did not plan this out, stupidest mistake anybody could ever make. Your can thoughts, I con- can, can I confess something to you? <laughs> whenever I'm, whenever I'm slipping it into Chrissy's medically certified type pussy, <laughs> I, uh, what I'm always whispering in her ears is just imagine it's Ray. Imagine it's Ray giving it to you. Now, I do that because it disgusts her. Right. And that is what turns me on, the fact that she's disgusted. <laughs> and you're still and horrified. To do it. You know. It, that's I'm, what gets me off. It's her. I'm, it's, I'm glad I can help. Know. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, she tries to get away and struggle. And I hold right. her down. I go, oh. no. Imagine oh, it's little, Ray taking little, you, taking it from Ray. She's like, no, she's throwing up. We keep a bucket beside the bed. She's throwing up. I'm like, just, ah. I have feelings. I have feelings. So a little bit of rough, rough and puppy, rumpy, pumpy, rumpy, puppy. There we go. You still have feelings after all this. I thought I'd uh, so, crush oh, them out of there. you. I was talking to Scotty B today and uh, I told him, no, you pretty much beat him out of me over the years. But it turns out I still got a few because what you just had, what you just had hurt, hurt a little bit. So anyway, you're talking I'm to Scotty B. Yeah. He texted me or messaged me or whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah, getting his dad on the Cold War show. Um, yeah, there was a bit of yeah. that. There was a bit of yeah. that. Cool. I just replied to an email from him before we started with uh, some questions. Cool. Anywho. Um, so bragging about your wife to a 20-year-old. Yeah. Good mm. move? Bad move? 
Mm, well, yeah, it depends on what your motivation is. Often as he rose from the emperor's table, was he heard repeatedly to say that he was going to her to the high birth and beauty which had fallen to his lot, to that which all men pray for, the joy of the fortunate. He's banging Aww. an older woman. He's like, yeah, look, she's older. He's married, not just banging. He's married to an older woman. She's old, yeah. she's rich, she's beautiful, she's clever, yeah. she's hot. He's like, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, boss, but I got to go hit that. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. You know, he would, he would show him a couple of uh, Polaroids that he'd taken. He's like, look, this is what I'm oh, going home Matt to. Matt Gates did. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I don't know the Matt Gates story. Really haven't paid oh, attention. Does he do supposedly, a bit of that? Well, supposedly he was Allegedly. going around on the Senate or House floor showing certain other Republicans about his latest weekend escapade. So supposedly there were some uh, photos of young ladies, underage ladies, shown uh, in the House chamber. So... Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's put that in there. Mm-hmm. But they have his phone now, so we'll see. Oh. These and like incitements allowed but of brief delay. Once having gained admission, Popeye won her way by artful blandishments, pretending that she could not resist her passion and that she was captivated by Nero's person. I fell for that one. Soon once. as the emperor's love grew ardent, she would change and be supercilious. And if she were detained more than one or two nights, would say again and again that she was a married woman and could not give up her husband, attached as she was to Otho by a manner of life which no one equaled. His ideas and his style were grand. At his house, everything worthy of the highest fortune was ever before her eyes. Nero, on the contrary, with his slave girl mistress, tied down by his attachment to actor, yeah. had derived nothing from his slavish associations but what was low and degrading. Damn. So she's like, listen, oh, I really, I, I, I'm so turned on by you, Nero, but <laughs> I can't give up. I'm married to this guy. What would people say about me if no. I, you know, I just, and, it's, and he's got, yes. you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all so sophisticated. Yeah, so posh over there. I can't. And you, Otho, I hear you're being an actor. So, yeah, go ahead. Otho was now cut off from Nero's usual familiar intercourse and then even from interviews and from the royal suite. And yes. at last was appointed governor of the province of Lusitania that he might not be the emperor's rival at Rome. There he lived up to the time of the civil wars, not in the fashion of his disgraceful past, but uprightly and virtuously, a pleasure-loving man when idle and self-restrained when in power. So Nero's penis came up with a plan. Step one, cut Otho off socially. Step two, get him out of Rome. Step three, get into Pompeia. So, uh, I yeah, I mean, supposedly, again, according to Tacitus, she gets him all worked up. Oh, you're so amazing. I can barely resist you, but I have to remember I'm married. Ah! And it works because they are eventually come together. That was a visual joke for people to hold the stream. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so uh, just to wrap up this episode, a mm-hmm. couple of stories here. Uh, some women, uh, some men right. uh, being dirty, being salacious, uh, salacious stories about men and women right. being dirty, being corrupt. The, but the, the, the depiction of women in Tacitus is uh, he rarely has a positive thing to say about women, yes. uh, noble women. I can't think really 
of a positive story he's told of a woman. Even going back to Livia, he thought Livia was kind of bad, uh, you know, particularly during the Tiberius years. Mm-hmm. She was she was partly responsible for the deaths of Germanicus, et cetera, et cetera, fairly cold. Right. I don't think, oh, well, maybe uh, Germanicus's wife, wife Agrippina. Agrippina the, the elder. The elder. Yeah, he said that she was, you know, she was haughty, yeah. but she, uh, you know, wasn't a slut. Right. But every other That's woman true. he's talked about is both haughty and slut. a slut. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Haughty, slut, ambitious, uh, yeah. Lady Macbethy. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really have a positive things to say about women. I, you know, and, and to be fair, most of the stories he tells us about men, mm-hmm. he's talking about corruption and venality and stuff as well. Occasionally, right. he'll say oh, this guy had a great reputation and was, you know, you know, uh, completely flawless. Uh, but he does tend to focus on the salacious aspects. But it's just it's particularly interesting to me that he's 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 bad mouthing these women a lot, right? Well, isn't ninety nine point nine percent of his readers going to be men? I'm assuming. Yes, but so yeah, yes, yes. He's considering the audience. I don't know. I don't know. Just a slant mm. towards women, especially ones who have money and means mm. some means of independence. They got to mm. be kept down. I still feel that way. So Otho goes on to become emperor. Um, so it works out okay for him, although he's only emperor right. for a few months. Uh, Sabina becomes Nero's wife. Nero forced Otho to divorce her so he could marry her. The way that Tacitus paints it, though, Otho either may have set it up, as you suggested before, to get himself closer to Nero, which may Didn't have work. backfired, although he did. <laughs> Right. Become the governor of Lusitania, so that's always a good gig being a governor. Yes, uh, and Not Lusitania bad. would have been a good region to be a governor. It's, yeah. it's you know Spain, sort it's of pretty, Portugal, Portugal. Yeah, yeah, that kind pretty of nice. It's, and it had been domesticated by the Romans for a hundred years at this stage, so it would pretty have had passive. all it would have had all the good stuff. You would have had amphitheaters and yes, and you know gladiator trials and theater and all the good stuff, baths, all that kind of stuff going that on. That a Roman wants. It, yeah, yeah, it would have been great. And Spanish women. I mean, come on, you know, win win. Uh, yeah, win. It, it, Just don't piss been, them off. <laughs> don't piss them off. He would have had anyway. a pretty good time there. Yes. Um, the other way Tacitus is painting it out is that Popeia used Otho to get close to Nero. Greedy, yes. Uh, So she's a manipulative, ambitious, Agrippina-esque kind of thing. And then once she marries Nero, or before she marries Nero, I think, Mm -hmm. actually, she convinces Nero to murder his mother, Agrippina. It's a wedding gift. So she could marry him. Right. Apparently, Agrippina wasn't in favour of the union. Uh, That's surprised. You know, we know that she wasn't a fan of Otho. No, of Crispinus, her first husband. Right. She had him removed as the leader of Praetorian Guard because she thought he was too close to Messalina's camp. Right. Um, so anyway, that is. Uh, we'll have to leave that for a future episode.
Thank you.